Several years ago, Wendy and I were sent to a United Methodist Church in Arizona with a beautiful new church campus and a huge brick church sanctuary building. On the southwest corner of the big church building, there was, and by the way, there still is, a very striking marble cornerstone with the date the building was started and completed. Now, I can tell you, it never crossed my mind that the orientation, and this is important, the orientation of that entire huge church building was based solely on the position of that single solitary cornerstone. Well, as I've been thinking about cornerstones recently, I decided to look it up. Let's see what some of the dictionaries have to say about a cornerstone. I mean, I know what one is, and I certainly have just referred to one. I've seen one. You've seen them yourself as well. But what does the dictionary have to say about a cornerstone? The cornerstone is the first stone set in the construction of a masonry foundation. All other stones will be set in reference to this stone, thus determining the position of the entire structure. My friends, I'm reading to you a familiar scripture from 1 Peter chapter 2 from the NIV version of the Bible. Therefore, rid yourselves of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind, Like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk, so that by it you may grow up in your salvation, now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by humans but chosen by God and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For in Scripture it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Now to you who believe, this stone is precious. But to those who do not believe, The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone and a stone that causes people to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the message, which is also what they were destined for. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into this wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God as we share this scripture from 1 Peter chapter 2. You know how things kind of sneak up on you? Well, that's what happened to me this week as I was wrapping up one sermon series and then moving on to the next sermon series. I started thinking and I started praying about new directions that you might say, you know, 
just thoughts and newly formed goals and even purposes as we all look ahead. We're all looking ahead right now to someday getting back together again on the church campus downtown Yuva. So in case you missed it, I'm talking this week about those special, the Bible calls them precious things that will guide our new directions. Sometimes these thoughts, these goals, these core values, these these philosophies and theologies of what we're trying to do, sometimes we can refer to them as cornerstones, just like Peter was referring to the chief cornerstone in the reading that we just shared. When I think of the role of a cornerstone in my life, it's not difficult for me to understand some cornerstones of my life being, for example, those things which set a strong foundation and a direction for my daily living. How about the cornerstone of my faith, the cornerstone of my marriage, the cornerstone of my family life, the cornerstone of my daily habits, the cornerstone of maintaining my health and my wholeness, like exercise and a good diet? How about the cornerstone of my role as Pastor Mike? Now, from other perspectives, it's fair to say that a cornerstone then is sort of like a barometer by which other things are compared. A cornerstone is a barometer by which other things are measured from, set toward, or gauged upon. Just think of cornerstones in a set in a building that you've seen in your lifetime. A cornerstone is also the primary criteria for something like, for example, many entities like today in our COVID world. There's businesses, organizations, churches, all kinds of organizations today are using the CDC benchmarks to make determinations about opening up for business again. You know, this is actually a good example of how a cornerstone can change over time. All this time, states and cities and counties and organizations have been using the CDC guidelines. Well, you might know that very recently the governor of California decided to override the CDC metrics and he established a brand new set of metrics and formulas for his state, instituting the required benchmarks for businesses in California to reopen in stages as the infection rates improve. Again, what he did is he came up with a whole new set of metrics to use rather than the CDC metrics, therefore putting into place new cornerstones for opening up the businesses in California. Well, perhaps an example a little closer to home for some of us might work a little bit better this week. So here it is. I realized recently that the plastic color-coded pill organizer that I keep on the kitchen table is the cornerstone that keeps me on track with remembering to take my daily medication. Well, hold on. Don't laugh too too hard. Um, I remember most of the time to take <laughs> to take my daily medication, but sometimes I don't even look at that cornerstone for it to remind me. Um, I still thought it was a good idea. The pill organizer on the kitchen table as a cornerstone to help me remember to take my medication. Well, all this said, I've also learned cornerstones 
also urge people to go far beyond personal habits and far beyond kitchen tables. I learned recently, and I'm inviting you to read up on this if you want to. It's called the 414 Life, no spaces in between, 414 Life Initiative in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And along with the mayor, several groups, including the city council and the behavioral health care community, and this is just to name a few of the groups, they're actively doing something about violent crime in their city. Most recently, especially with all the violence in Kenosha down the road, groups of dedicated volunteers in this 414 Life group, they're going through their own neighborhoods, talking to people one-on-one about seeking peaceful alternatives to violent behaviors. Look it up on the website, 414 Life. Um, I'll tell you what, powerful group. They really have a lot of good core values and bedrock mission statements that are the cornerstones of that organization, helping them to move forward and really do something um, powerful and productive to change their world for the better. So as we consider the cornerstones of our lives this week, we're looking at some very memorable words from the Apostle Peter, especially as he boldly proclaims, and he teaches Jesus Christ as the chief cornerstone. The chief cornerstone of a spiritual house, actually of God's holy temple, the foundation upon which we build our lives as living stones, just as Peter refers here to God's people as living stones being built into a spiritual house. Well, according to one scholar commenting especially on Peter as the author of this writing, this is what he writes. Listen to this. Peter was not merely an apostle. Peter here, and in a very strong sense, was the leader of the early church. Peter was an important and influential man in the early church. And considering him as author, the first Christians would have received this writing, this letter, and certainly his preaching and its message with a true sense of important. As he continues here, he comments on Jesus as the chief cornerstone of God's spiritual house. Jesus had earlier quoted this passage from Psalm 118 in regard to himself. A chief cornerstone is the starting point of a building. A chief cornerstone stone, uh, is in that starting point, everything everything is laid out according to its connection and its orientation to the chief cornerstone. Because it stands at the corner, the same stone is the starting place for two walls. I had not thought about that. Thus, Jesus set out the course for both Jew and Gentile to be joined together into one glorious spiritual house for God. This in itself was a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense for the Jews in the early stages and who thought that Gentiles should not have equal share with the Jews into God's great house. But as we all know, when Jesus came along, the acceptance of the Gentiles and all people became and still is the church's mission today. 
That said, my friends, I am so impressed with our neighbors who are just a few blocks away. And I needed to share with you because it really hit me. With the fairly, fairly recent developments all over the world these days, I realized that the coronavirus itself is probably the chief cornerstone for many people these days. Think about it. It's hardly possible to do much of anything anymore without first considering the presence and the power of COVID-19. Well, I mentioned the neighbors a moment ago. Well, I'm speaking here about a home just around the corner from us. It's on this, right around the 1700 block and it faces Avenue A. And it's important to note that the entire property is surrounded by a chain link fence. Attached to the fence, this is important, are large signs facing Avenue A that simply say, free masks. And also attached to the fence are probably 50 to 75 clear plastic bags with face coverings inside. You cannot miss the clear invitation to folks passing by to participate in doing their part to stop the spread of the coronavirus. Indeed, I'm not sure because I haven't talked with them. I don't know what cornerstone prompts our neighbors to provide this powerful service to the Yuma community, but for one, I'm blessed by their dedication to change the world around them. Finally, as I think about our very promising future at Yuma First, I wonder, and I'm inviting you to pray about this, and I'm inviting you to wonder with me, what will be our cornerstones? What will be those cornerstones that will be the foundational things, the guiding principles? What will be the cornerstones that will be our core values, our mission, our direction? Those things that set the course for us. What will firmly guide and direct our path forward? My friends, don't forget, we do have a path forward. I can tell you that one cornerstone will be the inclusion of Zoom video conferencing for all of our regular events. All our regular events that will start coming and, and being meeting again on the church campus, we're going to set up uh, some type of a um, video conferencing um, hardware and software. That means a computer. Uh, I'm telling you right now, the comments from all of our Zoom participants that we've got right now, and we're doing a lot of different Zoom things, comments that we're receiving from people all over the congregation are overwhelmingly positive with what they're experiencing. Some of these folks, by the way, have not even been able to attend on-campus personal events for years, and now they're involved in the life of the church again. So, as we finish off the first week in September and we get ready to plow toward mid-September, let's take a minute and think seriously about the, about the cornerstones on which our lives are built and directed. I think it's worth contemplating where, how, and why the cornerstones of our lives, us being temples of the Holy Spirit, not only lay the powerful foundations upon which we depend, but these same cornerstones set the direction for our lives. These same cornerstones are the foundations for our decisions, 
They lay the groundwork for the ways in which we think about the world. They lay the groundwork for the ways in which we think about and set our goals. You know, cornerstones lay the very groundwork for the purpose and plans that we have for living out our lives as God's people. So here's our challenge for the week, my friends. Um, Hit rewind and listen to this again if you need to. Here's the challenge. What is it that prompts me? What or who is it that moves me? What is it that leads me and fully assists me in setting up my daily priorities? Now, you or me, we might make entries on a digital calendar or scratch notes on a piece of paper each morning with a pencil. But what principle or cornerstone establishes the criteria for making that list and making decisions and setting out those daily priorities? Next, is there something or someone or some core value or something that I'm passionate about that I use to kind of position myself, position myself so that I can set a course for the future. You know, similar to the way in which a cornerstone functions, remembering here that a cornerstone determines the orientation of the rest of the building. Lastly, is there something or someone or some core value or belief Or is there something that I'm passionate about that I rest upon, that I trust to be that which molds me and establishes who I am, what I believe, who I relate to, and what I do with my time? Our challenge this week is to pray, talk to our spouse, talk to our mates, listen, contemplate, think about this. What are the cornerstones of my life? In what way do those cornerstones set a course for my life? And are any of these cornerstones, are they changing the world for Christ? Oh God, we thank you for Peter We thank you for his passionate preaching, his passionate teaching. We thank you for his his boldness and his bravery for teaching the power of Christ as the power that changes the world. Amen and amen.